You're listening to The Beauty Connection, the podcast that breaks down beauty, why we're drawn to it, and how we can bust down those stigmas we've built around it to accept the personal growth and connection that comes with stepping into our own definitions of beauty. Join our panel of experts, body plastic surgeon Dr. Cordestani, facial plastic surgeons Dr. Powers and Dr. Iorio, master esthetician and beauty marketer Brianna Pinales, and lifestyle designer and best-selling author Teresa Collins as we explore what beauty means and what it does for us as individuals and our community through all the ways beauty and aesthetics touch our lives. We'll explore procedures, treatments, trends, tips and tricks, and hear from patients and more experts. So let's go ahead and dive in. All right, Dr. Cordestani, thank you so much. I'm excited you're here. You're very sweet. I know I am. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for agreeing. (laughs) Okay. All right, you ready? Sure. I'm going to ask you five questions that are a little bit deeper. Okay. And then I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions. So it's just going to be like the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Don't think about it too hard. I'll do my best. I, I, I believe in you. You can do this. Sure, coach. Okay. <laughs> All right. First question. Why did you decide to go to med school? Actually, that was a very good question. It's, uh, I went to med school because I really like working with my hands. And initially, you're going to kind of laugh at this, but you know how people think about being firefighters and police, et cetera? I wanted to be an astronaut. And okay. being a young Middle Eastern kid in the U.S. at that point, not a lot of chance of that happening. So one of the things that was open to me was go to the medical school. So that's what I chose. It's kind of the route for Middle Eastern kids in the U.S., huh? You know, it somehow works like that. Either we become <laughs> doctors or lawyers. If you're not, you, you incur the wrath of Middle Eastern moms. Are they wrathful? Oh, they're vengeful. You have no, <laughs> why do you think there's so much war? All the men are running away from home, <laughs> causing all the damage to their home. Oh, my gosh. That was, like, the best answer ever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, totally different. All right. What accomplishment are you most proud of? Uh, that's another good question. You know, there's a lot of good things. I've been humbled and privileged to kind of go through a lot of different things. Right off the bat, two things come up to mind. One is being a part of an Ascent team for Everest. But mind you, I, I would never do disservice to the people who have actually made it to the top. I was a medical team replacement for a base camp at Everest. And to get there with my teams and going through that, that was definitely a humbling experience. That sounds intense. It was much more intense than I expected because sometimes, you know, as surgery people, and I'm not there different, you get to be pretty cocky about what you can do. I've got this. And about halfway up the mountain, you're like, oh, I don't got this. <laughs> you know, Tap out. You know, and, there's, and there's no tap out. So they're yeah. sitting there going, turning blue in the face, sitting and looking at each other, like going like, um, this may not have been the best idea. Oh, no. You know? And then the second thing is, and this is over the years, you know, I do a lot of things with foster kids. Mm. And it's kind of neat to see foster kids because, again, you got so much into your own routine that you realize there's a bunch of people out there who really couldn't care about you and they just are trying to survive. Yeah. And then that becomes a whole different level of humility and understanding. Mm-hmm. So. You've told me some of the stories of going out with the foster kids, and I just yeah, love it. Yeah, they're pretty neat. They're pretty neat. I don't have any kids of my own, 
And I think everybody should have kids. But again, I'm not pontificating, but uh-huh. I think everybody should have kids because kids need a chance. Yeah. So. I love that. What else? All right. A little bit lighter. Sure. <laughs> okay. Let's lighten it up a little bit. What is your astrological sign and do you resonate with it? Actually, scary enough, uh-huh. my sign is cancer and I absolutely resonate with it because when I read it, as corny as it sounds, uh-huh. whenever I flip through something, you got me hooked on this Salt Lake Weekly thing. <laughs> when I have my coffee, I flip through it, I go, damn. You know, again, damn. You, know, you, try to, you try to go against your sign and you're like, you're like nope, it's there. Again. Totally. And I kind of roll my eyes going. <sighs> okay, so what is it about the cancer sign that is like, nope, that's me? Well, you know, there's a, there's a lot of different takes on it. But the main thing is we tend to be very, very um, attached to our significant others. We tend to be very, very emotional Mm -hmm. and i've realized this over time especially with relationships i tend to be very very attached like oh hug me (laughs) and and you would never guess that after knowing me yeah like you're like you'd be totally like off standish i mean some people say i'm very very intimidating and i'm like me and they go oh yeah and i'm like well like but but i'm like hug me i'm a kitty cat exactly so somehow it's just the two going but uh-huh. And you read through, do you see a monster? You know, okay, well, that's true. You're like, that's me. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Um, I'm just going to hug you all the time now. <laughs> I'm a hugger. So yeah. you've just opened that door. Okay. <laughs> okay. What is one thing you will never do again? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, there's many things, but when you say this, I kind of laugh. But never try to bleach my own hair. Because years ago, and there's actually two episodes of Life Life in the ER. One episode has me with blonde hair, and one has me with with bleach white hair. Oh, no. And the first time I was going to do it, I was like, I fix aortas. I take gunshots out. I've got this. And I went to the local store. I don't got got this. this. I just get this, and I put it on my head. And I'm sitting there going, says, 20 minutes. I'll put it on for 30. And, and I start feeling like there is a flame going on in my scalp. I look, and I have to wash it all off. And it was all red. The hair was fluorescent orange. And that's the first time I ever shaved my hair completely because I couldn't go. That's, I look like carrot top. You know, like if worse, you know, bald carrot top. You know, so I shaved my head and I had to make all sorts of excuses why I'd shaved my head for the first couple of weeks. And that's the first time I ever shaved my head Uh because I tried to play hairstylist and I failed miserably. (laughs) So I developed a humble, humble appreciation that, you know, just because you're a doctor and a surgeon and good at one thing doesn't mean you're going to be equally good at other things. So There's a bit of science to the... Whatever you want to put it, but I will humbly (laughs) not bleach my hair. Yes. Was that the beginning of the end? Oh, I was already close to the end. This was uh, the this was the nail in the coffin. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, so I feel like that kind of led us into the next question, but maybe you can come up with a, a different answer uh, besides cosmetology. But what job do you feel like you'd be terrible at? Oh, that's actually interesting. Um, I'd be terrible. 
I really don't know. I'm sure I'd be terrible at certain things. I know I've done construction. I was pretty decent at that. I've done the doctor gig. I've been pretty decent at that. I was a race car driver. I was decent at that. I was uh, athlete. I was decent at that. Not great, but decent mm-hmm. at that. Hairstylist. We'll stick with hairstylist. You, <laughs> you are not touching my hair. I'm not touching my own hair. <laughs> so that's, that's a, you know, if you come in, you know, I'll be like, yes, yes. You know, the first day and the last day of my hairstyling routine. Yes. You can cut me open all you want. Don't you come at me with scissors with my hair. <laughs> well, you know, by that same token, when she's, that is such a tease because I would open her up while she's on the anesthetic table, then I shave her hair. Oh, no. <laughs> there you go. That's a lawsuit. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. You ready for the rapid fire? I will do my best. Let's do it. All right. So we know your last name, Kordistani. Mm-hmm. What's your full name? Ruzbe Khosrovi Kordistani. What's your middle name? Say that again. Khosrovi. I love it. So like it's a uh, northern tribe, so Russian, Kurdish, northern tribe. Very cool. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, where did you do residency at? Actually, that's a great question. I did residency several different places because I switched. Mm-hmm. So I actually started residency in neurosurgery. So I was actually in Los Angeles, and then I switched to general surgery, and there was no spot for me. Okay. So I floated a little bit between a couple of different medical centers, and then UCSF, which is University of California, San Francisco, had an opening. So I went there and finished general surgery there. So a lot of plastic surgeons haven't done full general surgery. So I went the long route mm-hmm. because until last minute, I was going to do heart transplant. And last minute, I switched to plastics. And uh-huh. once I did that, I went to Oklahoma for residency. And then I went to Meath, Manhattan Iron Ear for a fellowship. And then I ended up briefly for a smidge. I was back at UCSF before my contract got violated because of the, the what do you call it? The California running out of money, the budget shortfall. Oh. And the first okay. thing the new governor, Schwarzenegger, did is they put a contract freeze on all the new attendings. Oh, no. And suddenly my contract was null and void. Mm-hmm. So I ended up in Texas because there was no job in California. So that's how you ended up in Texas. Texas. Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. All right. Here we go. Yes, ma'am. All the ladies want to know married, single, or it's complicated? Uh, Not married. Mm hmm. Almost married twice. Mm hmm. But both times it blew up my face. Uh oh. Single, yes. But on and off with the same girl now for eight years. So it's complicated. It's it, it's complicated in the way that she can't figure it out and I can't figure it out. And between the two of us, it becomes complicated. There you go. Do you lower the music volume when looking for an address? What the, what the like, hell do, do you, those two have to do? Right? What? He doesn't like, get it. It's like saying you, that you have to be bald to find what? Some no. people need to turn down the volume to like... Focus. So if you give them a piece of gum and they start chewing gum, they'll be completely lost? Yes, exactly. Okay, well, God help them. Okay, so clearly he doesn't need to turn down the volume. Jeez, oh, Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 
wait a minute. There's that question something else. I have to turn down the volume. Okay. okay. Well, there you go. So, so I'm glad I'm not riding with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hmm. Funny. Who gives you rides now and then? Uh, not anymore. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> this explains a lot of reasons why we get lost. Exactly. <laughs> and we have. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's see if he knows what this means. Okay. All right. Do you starfish in bed? <laughs> I have to concede. I have no idea what that okay, means. Okay, do you like spread no, out? Do you like starfish? Oh, is that what it means? Yeah. I didn't know what it meant, but I can concede there's a reason why in most of the houses I have, I have king size or California kings. You starfish. Because I literally fall off the bed. Because Do you like sleep on the edge? I, no, I'll just be like one place, then I'll wake up, then like this, to the point that when I'm done, all the sheets, pillows, everything's are off the bed, and sometimes I'm off the bed. <laughs> and, then, and then the rule is if I land off the bed, I go, okay, done. I wake up, take a shower, and get going because obviously it's not a good night because I fell off the bed. So then I bet you say, take a shower, you know, go to the gym or something, and the day starts. It doesn't matter if it's 2 in the morning what? or 6 in the morning. Whatever. Back to bed I go. Yeah. Okay. Would you be friends with a clone of yourself? I'm thinking that the two of us will probably get into arguments like all Iranian brothers and sisters do. All right. So, you know, we'll probably have to be, we'd be friends, but across the country. That's fair. So okay. he, he will have to invade that side of the country. I will invade this side of the country. Oh. <laughs> Careful who's listening. <laughs> All right. Okay. It's our favorite question. Let's see. Uh -oh. Let's see. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Hot dog is a meal, but it's not a sandwich. Okay. That's a good answer. Ooh. The rest of us were debating this like hardcore. True story. I like the male answer. Yeah. What is your favorite procedure to do? I'd say probably toss up between two. Mm -hmm. Chest wall reconstruction, which is what we tend to do after cardiac surgery with the mm -hmm. surgeons. And then the other one is something the doctor, one of our colleagues, Dr. Powers, also very much knows how to do is microsurgery for free flaps, where we take tissue from one area of the body, bring it to another area of the body for reconstruction. Oh, that sounds intense. Can be interesting. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like fun for you to do, and <laughs> not for me. <laughs> um, okay. What well, would you know? You're lost in different directions with the music. Exactly. <laughs> like, do do not give me a scalpel. Give me a facial brush. I got you. Give me bleach. I'll take care of you. <laughs> I can handle that. <laughs> I know the chemistry of that. Right. All right. What is your favorite treatment to receive? You mean like medical treatment? Or spa or hair? No, it's actually or... fantastic. It's, it's actually really interesting. I have been able to endure one spa treatment in my entire life. And even I've had estheticians who work for me. Between the serene environment and how oh, so wonderful and we put cucumbers and literally I lasted 10 minutes at which point I stopped it shut off the music I said get this crap off my face and I left <laughs> because I said I just can't do it can't I just do cannot, it. it just my body cannot relax you do not relax mm -hmm. you're what I swear this man is working seven days yeah. a week yeah 
Mm-hmm. So how do you relax? I don't know. My body usually, I go like very, very hard, mm-hmm. and then I pass out. Okay. So basically, it'll be a situation where um, I'll basically operate, 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 and then one day I'll sleep, and I'll be asleep for like 18 hours. Okay. What about movies? Do you fall asleep in movies? Sometimes. Yep. That's it. A lot of men do that. Yeah. My dad did, and I thought he was yeah. crazy. No, because it's the only place where yeah. you're not being bothered by cell phone, this and that, and you just kind of chill out. And you're out. It's dark. Sounds like an undiagnosed obstructive sleep apnea. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. I was going to say, until now, when she diagnosed it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> the ENT facial plastics, ENT part of me is coming out. Yeah. Right. You're flipping and flopping so in the bed. Just there you go. Next you're falling asleep at the stop yeah. sign. I'm going to bring my CPAP machine. <laughs> okay. I look yeah. like. I look like Bane from Batman. The reason you don't turn down the music is because you have to have it loud to keep awake when you're driving. Mm-hmm. I don't usually listen to any music when I'm driving. Oh, okay. So that goes that idea. Oh, man. There you go. Oh, that's a good question, oh, too. Oh, do you listen to music when you drive? Of course, I do. I just, I, just, I just put down the windows and there's no music. Yeah. I can't listen to loud music. It's pretty quiet when I listen. In the old days, I used to do it because, you know, I'm trained with engines. I want to just hear the engine rev so I can figure out if the engine's revving okay or not. Oh. So that's it. But no, I usually shut off the music. Nice. Yeah. All right, last question. This one. Is there a product in this whole wide global world of products that you cannot live without? Yes. Cologne. Oh. And in my case, it'll probably be a toss-up between Dior or Hermes. Okay. Yeah. So, and I, I love a man it, in cologne. I, I don't know if, in fact, that's a product of my upbringing because, you know, the, my friends who are American always say, like, you know, watch out, here comes in the swath of, you know, that the smell comes in and they go, he lingers. And after he's left the room, still for another 20 minutes, you're like, Cordy's been here. <laughs> So, yeah. It's not a problem. Yeah. I there. I don't know what it is, but I love a man with cologne. Me too. My husband does not wear it, and it makes me sad because mm. I just want to like snuggle and up you know, to someone and, who and wears it. And it's really interesting because as the years go by, you realize what colognes actually mix well mm-hmm. with your ones because there's certain colognes I put on them like Ugh. yeah, no, and it doesn't work, and it just just completely changes. And then there's certain colognes. You know, even my sister, very dear to me, she smelled, she goes, oh, why? Yeah. And she'll end up saying, you know, that's not kind of weird. She goes, shut up. <laughs> you know? No, I would just say, she goes, oh, you yeah. smell so good. Okay, get away. Okay, and then just, yeah. and then no, she totally. Walks now that I know you're a hugger and you wear cologne, like. You can just hug just, him and now smell him. And it's like, oh, don't God. worry, I'm just smelling you. <laughs> it's okay. It's not weird at all. <laughs> But I'm totally like that weirdo that would do that. It's like, it's fine. You smell good. Just don't move. Just let me, just let me enjoy it. (laughs) It's all good. All right. Thank you, Dr. Cordestani. You're very welcome, Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to see any of our surgeons for a personalized consultation, 
Please visit their individual social media accounts to find information on scheduling with them. They would love to see you. You can find that info in our show notes. We appreciate you so much and would love to hear from you. Leave us a review, follow our socials, and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Catch y'all next week.